0: Hello and welcome to the Evil Lawyer's Guide to Life. I am the Evil Lawyer and you are not. I'm kind of hyped today. I got some new equipment. So if I sound fantastic, it's because I just sound fantastic. It has nothing to do with the new equipment and the guy over there working the knobs. And by working the knobs, I don't mean anything nasty. (laughs) Anyway, um... Anything you hear on this show is intended for entertainment purposes only. It's not legal advice. And just because you listen to my show does not make me your lawyer. Although, I wouldn't mind being your lawyer if you need one and you got some dough. You can call us at 844-EVIL-LAW. That's 844-EVIL-LAW. If we don't want your case, we probably know somebody who does. Unless it's really stupid. But if it's really stupid and there's a lot of publicity involved... Well, you're kind of talking my language. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide, on the web at evillawyersguide.com, and on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. Yeah, I know I never tweet, but I Facebook a lot. So does it even out? Should I just do a MySpace? I don't know. I mean, I just can't get into the whole tweeting thing because if I want to talk about something, I usually want to use more than a number of Letters that, yeah, words, words, words. So anyway, and as a lawyer, you know we do get paid by the word and or by the pound. So, and Twitter has never really been my my thing, but maybe I should start. So why don't you send me a bunch of tweets, or a comment, or whatever chirps. I don't care. Just do it, and I'll respond, and then I'll be a Twitter or two. Back to, anyway, back to that. Twitter, at Evil Law Guide. On the web at www.evillawyersguide.com and on Facebook, at Evil Lawyers Guide. And yeah, I still got that funky cold thing going on. Uh, Three, four weeks now. Beginning to get a little worried. I know it's not the Rona, because other than the sinuses and just general... Anyway, I feel terrific. Thanks for asking. Today we're going to talk about assault and and battery. They kind of go together. Okay, I just have to get this out there because I love it. Aggravated assault is not when you beat the hell out of somebody because they're annoying. Just because just because someone is aggravating you, a uh, provocation doesn't. Uh, make assault okay unless it's political in which case apparently if someone says the wrong word you can beat them to death and it's fine i i don't know i mean i'm i'm watching the news and i'm I, i i don't recognize this country anymore this is not where i grew up and okay admittedly i did grow up in kind of a sheltered environment private schools and you know country clubs and uh, you know, all my friend's parents were coke heads. Okay. Not really. Okay. Some of them were, I think, but we're still doing the math on that. It's like, remember that party when your parents were really awake and all the other people were really awake and like the governor was there and, you know, back before he became aggravated assault is not assaulting somebody because they're aggravating you. We'll explain what aggravated assault is in a second. But remember the good old days when if somebody was really being a dick, you could just punch him in the face and pay the $100 fine? Yeah, not anymore. The good old days when every General Motors car came equipped with a a, a, a lethal weapon called a bumper jack. You could sling that thing out on one end and you you basically had a Face smashing sledgehammer. Remember that? Yeah, not anymore. The cars even. I don't even think cars. I don't think my new car even has a jack. I just bought this fancy ass new, like costs as much as a house car. I don't even think it has a jack. I think I have a, a eight hundred number that gets me some guy in Italy, and then they send someone. Uh, to to change the tire, or or maybe they just tell me to go straight to hell. I, I, I don't know, but I don't think they have... Um, I know they don't have the, like, my 68 Eldorado has this beast of a battle axe jack thing in the trunk that you could really just definitely commit aggravated assault with it. And that's what aggravated assault is. Aggravated assault is when you have an aggravating circumstance to the assault usually means you used a weapon or you just pounded someone to a pulp. But anyway, um, we'll, we'll maybe go a little bit further into that. It is not assaulting someone for aggravating you. Just remember that. And then there's aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, which could be anything from that bumper Jack I was talking about. Anybody who, you know, got like that old beat the hell like 1992 Caprice when you turn 16 knows what I'm talking about. All the way up to pointing a gun at somebody like that dead punk in Austin did um, and got shot in the face. That's what happens when you point a gun at someone in Texas. We shoot back, well, allegedly. So... There's there's all kinds of different flavors of assault, and it really depends on how much assaulting you do. And we're not going to talk about sexual assault, but I am going to do a show about sexual assault because the media keeps turning what would be either nothing, like no crime at all, or uh, a misdemeanor assault into sexual assault or Aggravated sexual assault, and there's a big, gigantic difference between brushing up against someone's ass, which could be accidental, or even if it's on purpose, is not uh, sexual assault, and damn sure is not aggravated sexual assault, which requires penetration. But every time you hear about, oh, he sexually assaulted me, and, you know, on, on these, like, god-awful daytime TV shows that I'll walk through the, the gym now that they're open again. They'll probably be pl- closed again next week. And they've got that garbage on like four of the ten screens. And I'm like, I- I'm just looking for the news, you know, so I can laugh or reruns of Naked and Afraid. And um, like, hey, he, he's been accused of sexual assault. And so I'm like, really? So I'll go look up the case because well, that's what I do. And it's like, he touched my butt. He brushed against my breast. It's not sexual assault. It may be assault or maybe not. We're going to talk a little bit about Texas law, but I think most states are just the same. But since this show is just for entertainment purposes only, it doesn't matter. So you're not supposed to be getting your legal advice here. What are you, not got Google? If you need a lawyer, call a lawyer. 844-EVIL-LAW. If you don't want to call us, then, you know, there's tons of lawyers out there, and I'm sure you can find one. Probably suck. Call us. If we don't take a case, we'll find you somebody who's good. Anyway in texas where i live and i love texas and if you're listening and you're in texas that's terrific and if you're listening and you want to come to texas we would love to have you as long as you don't bring your bullshit from whatever state you're fleeing i'm not talking to anybody in in, 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 specifically california oregon washington minnesota uh any place on the East Coast. But, yeah, if you if you come here because your place sucks, don't try to make our place suck as bad as your place sucks. That's all I'm going to say about that. If you're a refugee from one of the liberal states and you can't handle the taxes anymore, when you get here, don't try and make it like that place. Because if you do, we're, we're going we're to chase you out. We're going to run you out on a rail, man. Anyway, in Texas, there's a bunch of different kinds of misdemeanors. And the one where you brush up against somebody's boob is a Class C misdemeanor, and that's a ticket. Uh, All tickets are Class C misdemeanors. Technically, all tickets are arrests, but basically when you sign the ticket, you're promising to appear, and that's kind of like your bond. Most people don't know that, but it's true. Um, Or at least in an entertainment purposes only sense, it's true. So a Class C assault in Texas is... Uh, physical contact in a provocative or offensive way, and no other aggravating factors are present. And it also includes threats. So in the threat thing, it gets kind of lawyer but basically if a dude in a wheelchair says, I'm going to get up and beat your ass, that's not class C assault because he's incapable of it. If a guy standing there a foot and a half in front of you says, I'm about to open a can of whoop-ass on you, that is a Class C misdemeanor because that threat is real, it's imminent, it's blah, 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 law your words, law your words, law your words. That's the difference, and that's what makes <clears throat> assault by threat, yeah, I keep clearing my throat. Like I said earlier, I got some kind of a cold that won't go away. That's what makes assault by threat assault by threat is whether or not you're really in danger of being assaulted. So, you know, a four-year-old saying, I'm going to kill you unless it's like Damien probably doesn't count. Causes physical contact in a provocative or offensive way. Yeah, it's jamming your finger into somebody's chest or deliberately elbowing them on the dance floor because they won't get off your old Woma. Um, There's a, you know, Class C misdemeanor assault's kind of a catch-all for things that don't quite turn into a brawl, okay? So, Class C uh, maximum penalty is a fine. You can go to jail on a Class C misdemeanor if you don't show up for court and a warrant gets issued for your arrest, but there's not a jail penalty for a Class C misdemeanor in Texas. And, and then we go up the rail a little bit to the Class B misdemeanor, And that's when you flat out beat someone's ass. But not real, real bad. Like I said, in Class B misdemeanor, the penalty is jail time. Do people get jail time for Class B misdemeanor assaults? Yeah, I guess it depends on who your lawyer is. 844-Evil-Law. If your lawyer sucks, or if you get a public offender, a public defender... Uh yeah, I guess you could go to jail for a little while for a Class B misdemeanor assault. But basically your Class B misdemeanor is a fight. And then they'll charge both of you. And everybody goes to jail. They don't do that anymore like when we were growing up, you know, they'd be like, All right, who started it? And the guy that started it went to jail and the other guy got to go home or back in the bar or you know, if if he got messed up a little bit, maybe go to the ER and get a couple stitches. No, everybody goes to jail unless you're really lucky and really, like, female. (laughs) And everybody goes to jail if two guys get in a fight. If a guy bumps up against you and you're a woman and you lose your damn mind and attack him and beat him half to death, then you're probably just going to get a medal and he'll go to jail for bumping up against you. But anyway, now this is where it gets into like degrees of beat the hell out ofness. You know, if you open half a can of whoop ass on somebody, it's probably going to be a class B misdemeanor. If you open a whole can of whoop ass on somebody or A six pack of whoop ass, or maybe a case of whoop ass on somebody, then you're getting up into the class A misdemeanors and the felonies because it's a class A misdemeanor, which, by the way, can carry a couple of years in jail if your lawyer sucks or if you go around beating the hell out of people all the time, like a bodyguard I used to represent, who, when he wasn't being a bodyguard for pay, liked to just go around and what he called turnout bars, he'd go into a place, his nickname was Chainsaw, and he made us all quit calling him that after he, when he was looking at at real jail time, butt rape jail, but uh, Chainsaw would, uh, he was hired on uh, by like a bunch of douchey people I knew, including myself, and we'd hire him when we'd go out as our, our bodyguards, as our slack, you know, and that was before I started hiring bikers. Because bikers are just the whole level above a guy who just knows how to fight. But he uh Chainsaw would uh, when he wasn't on on the clock, he just loved fighting. And I had another friend like that actually growing up. But he liked to fight and he'd go in a bar and just pick fight. And he could fight. I mean, he he was a badass. So nine times out of 10, if he picked a fight, the other guy was going to the hospital. And that's, a, that's when you get into the class A misdemeanor and higher because a class A is when someone causes bodily injury and there's no aggravating factors present. Or uh, if you class C misdemeanor an elderly person, then it's a class A misdemeanor. So if what would be a Class C misdemeanor, like you elbowed somebody for being in your way, if they're elderly, it gets elevated to a Class A. A. I then mean, you got to define elderly. At what point are you elderly? You know, you can be 40 and practically be elderly, or you can be you know, like a family member or two of mine and be 90 and still be able to whip someone's ass. So, you know, what point? You know, do you get to shove that old guy who won't get out of the damn way in the grocery store and not have it be a class A misdemeanor? Well, you know, you slam your cart into the back of his ankles hard enough to snap a hip and you're going to get a felony. It's a third degree felony to assault a public servant while the public servant is public serving. Um, or because the public servant public served and it pissed you off. So if you punch cop or as a case I did one time, if you, uh, open a can on a corrections officer, which is politically correct term for a jail guard, you're a third degree felony or even higher basically, uh, and it's not just cops, Here's where here's where it gets interesting. If you go down to the DMV or wherever you pay a ticket or whatever, they'll be a lot of times they have a sign up that says we prosecute everybody who threatens us. You go down there and you get mad at the person working behind that bulletproof window that there's no way you can reach your arm through and grab them and yank them through that little tiny hole. So it's it's arguable as to whether or not this is ever going to get a conviction because you don't have the means or the availability to commit the assault. But if you threaten the DMV person because they're being a fascist jackass, which a lot of them are, I have one that I only deal with, and she's really sweet. But, there, you know, some of them are just, uh, they're the worst people. Um, they should be working for uh, the cl- complaint department of a collection agency. It becomes a felony, you know. A public servant is very loosely defined and basically means anybody who works for the government. So if you start screaming at your mailman because he's not giving your mail, Yeah, that's how people end up, how in the world did I get here, you know, I I can't believe that I'm going to have to hire a a big, high-rolling criminal defense attorney to get me out of this, I'll just get a public defender, and then you go to prison, when you could have just gotten out, and I've told this story before about the guy who was charged with aggravated sexual assault, burglary of habitation, and kidnapping and the whole thing came out of he got in a fight with his girlfriend. They lived together. It was his apartment, and they made up vigorously, and then they went to Denny's, but in the middle of that fight, she locked him out of his own apartment, and he was a big guy, so he kicked the door in. Now, he got charged with Burgundy of habitation, which is a felony for kicking in the door. He got charged with aggravated sexual assault for the vigorous making up they did, which was entirely consensual, and he was charged with kidnapping because after they made up, they were kind of tired and hungry, and so they went to Denny's. His public offender gave him great news. I got him down to eight years to do. No good time or anything because of all the aggravated paragraphs they tacked on to every one of his cases. You're going to go to prison. You're going to go to butt rape jail for eight years. Isn't that great? And he was like, mom. And he called his mom and his mom called me and he hadn't called me to begin with in spite of the fact that we were friends because he didn't want me to know what was going on. So his mom hired me and I got all the cases dismissed and the burglary reduced to a a criminal mischief and in order to have the cases entirely dismissed and removed from his record, he had to pay for the door, which was like 130 something dollars as I recall. And that was it. And then they lived happily ever after. And he never went to prison because he didn't deserve to because they overcharged. So you can get a third-degree felony for looking at somebody funny if they're a public servant. And you need to remember that when you start mouthing off at someone, and they're sitting there with that stupid S-eating grin on their face because they know that the the district attorney's office is going to trump you into something that'll send you to prison. Then we get to second-degree felonies. So Texas starts with third-degree felony, second-degree felony, first-degree felony. Third is the least felony, and second is kind of in the middle. So in the middle— is all your regular assaults, but if you strangle somebody or break bones or put them in the hospital for a long time, now you can, that can be a class A misdemeanor causing bodily injury, but once you put them in the hospital, it's generally going to be a felony, and you break bones or you choke somebody, then you're in for a second degree felony, And then we get to the first degree felony, and that's aggravated assault, and that's when it results in serious injury or you use a weapon. Serious injury, it it depends on how they want to define it. I've seen DAs charge aggravated assault serious injury for somebody busting somebody's lip by punching them in the mouth. Um... My take on it is serious injury is you go to the hospital and they keep you for a while. But, like I said, DAs always overcharge. So, serious injury could be you caused them to break a nail. But I've never seen a case where breaking a nail was used as a serious injury to upgrade the first-degree felony, but I'm not saying it couldn't happen. Uh, a first-degree felony, in case you're wondering... Murder is a first-degree felony. Arson is a first-degree felony. Heavy-duty, serious child abuse is a first-degree felony. Forcible rape, which technically is called aggravated sexual assault, is a first-degree felony. So you're up there with the big boys, and 5 to 99 is your guidelines, so you better hire a good lawyer. If they trump up the charges on you to a first degree felony, the other thing to remember is you do have a self defense angle in almost all of these. I mean, if somebody attacks you and you beat the hell out of them, then they're only going to charge you if it's politically expedient, especially in today's times. So hopefully you were attacked by somebody of the same shade of beige or brown that you are, or If you continue beating the hell out of them long after you have stopped their ability to hurt you, the whole kicking someone when they're down kind of can cause you legal problems if you continue to stomp a mud hole in someone and walk it dry after they started it. What happens? Well, first of all, they got to convict you. And so far, you're still innocent until proven guilty so far. On a Class C misdemeanor, the really simplest form of crime in Texas, uh, you know, the ticket, it's a fine up to $500. On the Class B, you can go to jail for up to six months and a fine of up to $2,000. That's not butt rape prison, by the way, that's county jail. On a Class A, once again, no butt rapes, but up to a year in county jail and a fine of four K. On a third-degree felony, you know, this is the, you started screaming at the DMV chick because she wouldn't give you your paperwork? Yeah, you listening? Ten years in butt rape jail, $10,000 fine. Second-degree felony, you were screaming at the DA clerk because she wouldn't give you your paperwork, and you tried to reach through the hole and grab her, and maybe you got a piece of fingernail and broke it? 2 to 20 years in prison, fine of $10,000, first-degree felony. You got a hold of that fingernail and broke the finger. Five years to life in prison, plus a fine to be determined by the court. This is why, if you're charged with anything, and I would say even if you're charged with a Class C misdemeanor, because there are vast civil liability Um, exposures we're not even really going to touch on here, but after you assault somebody, allegedly, then they're going to sue you. And if you just go down and plead guilty and pay the fine on a Class C misdemeanor, then you have admitted to all the elements of the civil suit they're going to bring against you. And if you think that someone won't sue the shit out of you because you elbowed them Accidentally on purpose because they were bugging you or pissing you off or getting in your way, you are sorely mistaken. I've seen a $30 million lawsuit that took two and a half years and cost over a half a million dollars in legal fees over a Class C misdemeanor. And yes, I was one of the lawyers in that. You need to hire an attorney, even if it's a Class C, if it's an assault, because you're going to get sued. On a Class B, where you kind of rough somebody up, same thing. You're going to get sued. Class A, you're going to get sued. Felony, you're going to get sued. Even if they don't sue you, they're going to go running to the Crime Victims Compensation Fund, and then they will sue you if they pay out. Anytime you have contact with law enforcement that results in you being put in the clink or being issued a ticket, you need a lawyer. There's lawyers who do nothing but tickets. There's lawyers who do nothing but criminal. There's lawyers who do nothing but uh, big criminal. There's all kinds of us. You can find us at 844 Evil Law. You may think that your case doesn't mean, "Ah, I just bumped into him. I'll just go down there and pay the fine and be done with it. And then you get served a $30 million lawsuit a few weeks later. And you you, you think I'm kidding. I am absolutely not kidding. It ended up settling out for under $100,000. Under $100,000. You could buy half a car with $100,000. It depends on your taste in cars. You can find us on Facebook at Evil Lawyers Guide, on the web at www.evillawyersguide.com, and on Twitter at Evil Law Guide. And just tweet the hell out of my account and I'll start tweeting, I promise. And as always, have an evil day.